Hello, welcome. I'm Trick Mist. This is Tracing Places, a short podcast series and also an audiovisual project. The Tracing Places series involves four artists making four videos for four songs off my new album. I've been working with these amazing artists in an unusual way. The artists were given full creative control over their art and they were to make music videos based purely on their perception. Basically, how it worked was I would send the artists the song and the lyrics and that was it. I would offer no further directives or instructions. I would see the finished music video when it's done. Simple as that. So simple that it allows for some beautiful complexity. Thank you to the Arts Council for funding this project whose support made this project a reality. So there's four instalments to this podcast. Each one will essentially be a discussion with the artist about the work created, their process, their ideas behind the video and their interpretation of the song. We'll also discuss my ideas behind the song and really try and tease out the intersection, if any, between us. There might not be, and that's cool too. It's all to play for. This is the first time our concepts are going to meet. We're going to communicate them here now with each other, out in the open. You're essentially eavesdropping on us, which must be a very alluring position to be in. What we're doing here is emphasizing individual perception, placing it on a platform and celebrating it. Given this, you should go and experience the video and have your own thoughts before listening to this podcast. Otherwise, it will just be you listening to us discuss something that you haven't experienced yet. It'll be way more fun if you come to this with your own ideas and your own reactions and result in a lot more brain tickles when you hear how your ideas interact with ours. If you participate like this, it'll be great. And the lovely cycle of perception will continue. So look up Trick Miss the Junction before you dive in. Alright, so just for context, I'm going to briefly speak about the album from which the songs are taken. It's called The Hedge Maze and The Spade. It's coming out on Pizza Pizza Records. I wrote it after my 96-year-old nan passed away, who I was very close to. The initial impulse behind the record was a desire to explore our relationship as it moved into a new phase. I always viewed my nan as this kind of gatekeeper of the past and past ways of living. It was a world I was always so, so curious about. I used to always be wrecking her head, asking her things. When she died, I thought I need to continue the exploration and figure out what lessons I can take from our experience together and how can I implement them into my future. In the face of big challenges like the climate crisis, maybe we can learn something from older generations. So that was the initial impulse, but I suppose quickly as it progressed, it took on a life of its own, which I'm very grateful for. That is the way of the art. It has an amazing ability to chart its own course and do its own thing. I just had to go with it. So I rode in on the back of memories, went into a labyrinth inside my own head and got a lot more than I bargained for. 
there was a lot that was dug up love loss wonder spirituality mythicized culture and contemporary culture quite a trek it was a therapeutic inner journey and I'm so grateful for the trajectory that it took so I reckon that's enough about the record I don't want to give away too much just to give you a bit of context one important thing is that the album was conceived in an introspective manner although it expresses much universality it's an introspective album I wrote it on my own in isolation because of this I thought it would be interesting and fun to open it up to other people and the Tracing Places project was a means of doing just that bringing other artists in and opening up the songs so now what we're going to have is an initial artwork and a reactionary artwork it's going to be class to see what people come up with I'm so so interested to see will they pick up on things that I was trashing out will they ignore them will they react against them will they expand on them we just don't know but we're going to find out maybe it will gauge if something is felt on a more collective level it's all about storytelling this project and that is my side of the story for now I just wanted to set the scene and give you a sense of the context within which the whole thing has taken place now let's have our chat with the first artist Katie Ball Katie Ball is a Dundalk based artist filmmaker and musician the visual work that Katie created for her band Just Mustard of which she is the singer is what drew me to asking her to be involved in this project check out those videos if you haven't seen them yet personally I think Katie gives darkness weirdness and heaviness a really imaginative and intriguing home and she is unreal at conveying tension with great skill hey yeah uh, well long time no see I'm telling you mate <laughs> here we are <laughs> so how are you getting on grand how are you <laughs> looking forward to this yeah yeah it's good timing because I'd say like one month longer and I probably would have forgotten everything <laughs> you reckon yeah, yeah. no I probably I, I, I just say like, I think I like I just watched the video like a couple of times this morning and I was like oh yes I remember now didn't forget anything yeah it's class to to finally get talking about it yeah um, because I'll just explain for, for everyone listening that Katie sent me the video and then, you know, I seen it and I absolutely loved it. But then I couldn't exactly tell Katie what I thought of it. You know what I mean? It was this kind of interesting kind of gas situation where you're like, I really like it, but I can't tell you why. Uh, yeah. So we had to sort of save our energy for this conversation. So I suppose that's where... That's where we're kind of, that's what we're at now, I suppose, just kind of trashing the whole thing out. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird for me as well, because usually, like, I feel like the need to explain everything. Really? But, uh, and not, not all the time, but like, you know, yeah, I would be like, oh, so I did this because of this, you know, in my head, just to, just in case people, like, don't like it, I'll be like, oh, there's reasons, there's reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. almost practice everything. Yeah. No, it's a funny, it's a funny thing that, isn't it? Um, the concept of um, 
explaining yourself or, or spelling things out in your art like it's 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 kind of um it's contentious i guess you know like yeah i think i think art speaks for itself but i i also love talking about it you know what i mean and i don't i don't yeah. think that um there's anything wrong with that or i think it can still have mystery even if you talk about it yeah. i think yeah, there's a lot yeah. to be a lot to be gained from talking about it you know yeah um, yeah i think i'd more so talk about the um about it to the people like someone whoever I made it for more so than like you know outsiders whatever yeah, yeah. the outsiders <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not not great like not like wouldn't be too mad on it you know spelling it out for people because I feel like you know they can they might get something more than what I what I had imagined you know yeah totally yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's one thing about this series um, that so I've kind of like done a pre-recorded segment to the to the podcast where I just explain what the crack is for everybody um, and one of the big things is me just saying look you should really go and watch the video you know what I mean before listening to this because there's no point in just coming here and listening to the two of us talking about something that you haven't experienced yet yeah so exactly it, it's exactly that thing that like people need to have their, their own ideas because I don't want to dictate to people what they should think, you know. But yeah. I do I do see a value in actually explaining, you know, where I was coming from or where you were coming from. I think that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it just I kinda it just opens up art, I suppose. It takes it off a pedestal a wee bit. But it, it, to me there's still so much mystery in that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, um, like how how was it for you essentially? Because you know, I just gave you the lyrics and the song and you had like full creative control to do whatever you wanted to do uh, with the video. Just wondering, like, how, how was that? You know what I mean? Like, how was that for you? I, I loved it. I think it's probably the first time I've ever had, you know, like full creative control a lot of the time. Like most of the time I've only ever made videos for my own band you know I haven't done too many outside of it and it's you know usually myself and David kind of you know doing it together so it was my first time like um you know well like I, I, I probably would have most most of the creative control in the edit because I prefer editing to anything else video wise really um but um yeah this was really really exciting yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, like I wasn't sure would you know, you know, it could be it could be something sort of liberating for someone, um, but it also might have a bit of a weight or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Jesus, what am I going to do? I can just you know, your options are sort of limitless. Um, you're not being dictated to by by the artist. Like, so I was just yeah. really curious how how that kind of went for you. Yeah, I think like um, it was uh, it was class because it's something you know. I've wanted to do where I wanted to just make something, you know, by myself. But then I was also like, can I do this? You know, like kind of make something that they'll like, or you know, it was a bit of um, like when you when you said that you liked, it, I was like, oh, thank God, you know, it was a bit like um, because it could could go either way. I like I could, I could have, I could pick on like, I think it's the, it's the thing that's so cool about this project you're doing is because like. You know, I could take, I could pick up something like completely, like not what you were thinking of as well. You know, 
and yeah that was yeah but it was uh, yeah it was worrying but then it was like okay well, I like it so yeah I like it as well I yeah. I really like it and I suppose whether I like it or not is kind of irrelevant but it, it does feel nice to like it you know what I mean yeah obviously um that's the thing as well you kind of like if you didn't like it then it was like this is just the project you know totally yeah no I was <laughs> unbelievably aware of that you know that's the that's yeah. the kind of that's the 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 dance that you kind of you, you sort of have between it could go either way like it's all in the mix yeah. um but I think that's so interesting though you know what I mean it's just it like is, yeah. it could it could go any way um but I loved it I absolutely loved it and I'll probably talk more a bit about what what I thought of it in a while but I think just before that like what what did you kind of make of the song like initially like how I suppose I'm just interested in your process and how how it started and how the whole thing came together but I suppose the the initial logical starting point for that is the song so I was just curious how how you kind of received the song and you, listen you don't spare my feelings here now <laughs> No, I really, I love the song. I think uh, it's great. And um, kind of like just, you know, listened and listened. And for a while, like I, I kind of like making, you know, minimal, getting like one idea and kind of, you know, expanding on it or, or whatever in videos. And uh, I'd usually, yeah, I usually focus on like, you know, movement and rhythmic elements in like editing and stuff. So, it was just kind of like, you know, trying to find something to edit. <laughs> uh, and the lyrics, when you sent the lyrics, um, you know, I listened to them with the lyrics then and kind of just trying to pick up, up on, like, a, you know, how it made me feel or, you know, my, like, my interpretation of it. And two lyrics that stuck out to me and I decided to go with them were, um, are you leaving me any signs and time cries? Okay. And I was just like, okay. And I, I think when I, I just thought about them, and, uh, they're the ones that I decided to base the video off, really. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. So you kind of zoomed in like on, 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 a, on an element of it, essentially. Yeah. I kind of, uh, like, you know, I, I got the, like the whole song, sort of um you know made me feel something but those are the two lyrics that I was just like I'm gonna try and see how these how I'd make video out of these two yeah wow yeah that's interesting like when I see the video I see you picking up on things like a lot more than just those two lines you know yeah so that that's kind of interesting in itself like when I when I first saw it, I was just so overwhelmed about the amount of things you were touching off, which I was touching off. I just found oh, it really? amazing. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's unbelievable. Like it's nuts, you know. Um, yeah, that that can happen. Um, yeah. I guess art is like a language, but it's it's still, as you say, it's nice to keep it open. But I I feel like you've you've taken what I was kind of exploring and you've expanded on it. And you've put it into kind of new clothes or something, if that makes sense. That's cool. Do you know? Okay. Yeah, yeah I think the, the are you leaving me any signs? I took that like, are you leaving me? And then I just thought of like things that kind of like left 
like one thing that I did with that lyric is I kind of always had things moving upwards instead of like, I remember I got a shot of Sarah, the actor, walking down the hill and I was like, this is so weird. This is not working. Everything needs to be going forward and um, like leaving. And I thought like the, um, the track was, the beat was constantly like pushing forward as well. And um, then like I thought of, I thought of like hands waving and, uh, you know, cars moving forward and like leaving and birds, they leave as well. And also I, the birds, I really want to include birds in it because of like, they kind of take flight and they go. And also like, they're also like town choirs as well. Like they're everywhere, like screaming ahead of everyone. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. So the, those are the two, two things. And then I felt like a sense of like longing in the lyrics and, and um loss and uh I kind of played on my own sort of feelings towards that and like I make I make like um I make sometimes little shells for graves and leave them there. Oh and okay. I thought, you know, I could take that and take and then include that in the video because I thought the shells look really cool and they're kind of like, you know, earthy and um I don't really think they like break down too much or anything. So yeah, and um, and then I thought of like you know the leaving, like leaving gifts for someone you miss, and um, then kind of um, played with the imagery of the shells being in that shape of a heart, and like the bird wings being in the shape of a heart, and then kind of you know then playing with each other with the yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting because I, I initially I watched it and um, I my first reaction was that the shells were uh, in the shape of wings, yeah, like a bird. And then I watched it again. It's like oh maybe they're a heart. And I because yeah. they had you had this sort of movement like a heart throb or a heartbeat, and um, yeah. I couldn't decide. So I was actually that was one of the things I was going to ask you. What was the story behind that? But you you've explained that beautifully. That's, they're both it's both heart and wings. I think yeah. they're kind of like you know the same. They're supposed to be like you know the same. I think. Yeah, that's amazing. So you actually like you were saying you you make these shells. Like, is it? Yeah. Well, I just I used to collect shells when I was younger, and I remember one time I was on holidays when I was a child. I was in England and there. Uh, I um, you know, you, you're only allowed a certain amount of weight in your luggage or whatever. And <clears throat> I'd collected this box of shells that I was like, like adamant that I was going to bring home on the plane with me. And I still have them. And they nice. actually came from that box. And I'd made, I'd made a couple of them before. And uh, yeah, I just glued two kind of shells together in the shape of heart or and wings and kind of, yeah. Amazing. That's absolutely class. Yeah, like it was, the video is so symbolic, you know, like there's just symbols everywhere. I find I find it actually unbelievable that you, you kind of just focus in on, on you know, two, two small lines of the song and the fact that it hits off so many other things that are in it is yeah. really mad, like, you know. Yeah. I think I did, like I listened to the song as a whole as well, but I think when I was... I was just, I, when I was trying to think of ideas, I was thinking of those lines specifically, you know? Yeah, yeah. What was the actor's name? Sarah, was it? Sarah Riley, yeah. She's, okay. she, uh, 
my mom is a um, leader in a youth theater and she, whenever I'm making videos I'm just like I need an actor <laughs> my ah. mom's like my casting director I suppose okay amazing no I thought she was unreal like just yeah. uh, again so symbolic just this this girl in the countryside like it's so kind of sort of serene and then I was thinking is, is is there a leaning towards her kind of being an angel or something you know because she's all dressed in white and she's got her nice iron sweater on and stuff and um, yeah it just it just felt really symbolic you know yeah um, I wanted it to be like otherworldly you know that the kind of like I was concerned when I was filming it that it was going to look like Fulcher Island advert or something you know okay, like okay, in okay. green and like iron jumpers and stuff yeah so um, it's a really funny line wanted, isn't it mate yeah <laughs> one of the things I wanted to do was just really make like the color like really weird kind of I was like I know you like purple so I kind of was like I'm gonna use purple as a color and um yeah I really wanted to make them kind of like kind of like overexposed looking and like um like a different world you know yeah uh, and I think the white the white with the green and the purple I was just yeah it was really one of the main things in the video for me was getting those colours like together yeah that comes across really strong I think like the the kind of I suppose they're kind of pastely colours and it's kind of this kind of blown out sort of um, yeah. feeling yeah it really it does create that this kind of you know imaginary landscape kind of thing which yeah. relates really nicely to the song like another thing I thought about the video was is it, is it a dream or is it you know yeah I kind of felt that because th there's like two close-ups of her face which are kind of similar to happen at two points in it and I was like oh is this just is it just so, something just repeating again is it just happening again yeah yeah I think I oh, the other lyric I kind of thought of is slanted dream and I was just like I kind of wanted to make it kind of dreamlike I think um I sort of use repetition in shots to kind of build up a little bit of a uh, tension and stuff. Um, it's one of my tricks. <laughs> yeah, class. I suppose it's just something I use in videos quite often is just the like repeating things and getting things a bit faster. And... Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I asked you to take this song on because I, I reckon that you're really good with, you know, dealing with uh, tension and I suppose this is like one of the, the kind of weirdest tunes on the album um, and I was like Katie will, Katie will tackle that not a bother yeah yeah, yeah. safe hands just your imagination and you know you have a vivid imagination and I just knew that you would um, make something beautiful that was you know it's re as I say it's really symbolic and kind of ethereal but it's kind of it's kind of it's just a bit sort of relaxed as well or something do you know what I mean yeah there's this, this kind of not a contradiction but this kind of duality between those two things you know yeah that's yeah, that's what yeah. I perceived um no when I first when I first watched it um I just wrote down all my initial thoughts it's just straight away you know I kind of think yeah. that's interesting sometimes just write down exactly what you think right in the moment and not to spare someone's feelings kind of thing just get it all all yeah. down and then uh came back to it maybe two weeks later uh with more kind of i suppose considered kind of thoughts 
but they're actually sometimes you see you can see a difference between the two things but for me there it was just the initial thoughts just stuck and they were the ones that oh, yeah. that kind of i just kind of put a bit of meat on the bones to if you like you know but yeah it, it essentially it stuck on what i initially thought of it yeah you know that's cool I might just give you a bit of background to the song, actually. Yeah. Because obviously you made the you made the whole thing in isolation. Yeah. Um, and basically, the album I think in general is this kind of inner journey, right? That I embarked on after my nan passed away, who I was really close to. So I wanted to explore our relationship after she died, so I could just kind of just kind of dive in and sort of learn from our experience together you know and learn from the past and just kind of just have some ideas about the future and I think the kind of world we, we find ourselves in particularly our generation today with like climate crisis among other things but that was the main thing in my head at the time um, just to come away with some ideas of that sort of older generation you know yeah my nan was 96 so she kind of, for me, was this kind of figure that sort of, you know, embodied the past or embodied this kind of way back when kind of attitude, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of just wanted to really dive in there and just figure things out, figure figure out where I stood with it and see the beauty in it, see the negativity in it and just, just kind of take away what I need to take away. So yeah. that that's kind of the album in a nutshell. But this yeah. this song, right, is the the part of that inner journey where things get really kind of weird um it's like the alice in wonderland sort of down the rabbit hole aspect you know yeah and it's it's halfway through the record so it's it's kind of like all right shit's getting shit's getting weird now and uh it's getting a bit messy you know yeah so the song is is like an exploration of that kind of unconscious space and it's it's like it's like a celebration of the unconscious mind just going into it and not feeling tense just letting it go wherever it needs to go and just enjoying yeah. the process and it's not about having like a a product you know i i i think in the past when i'm writing i'm always kind of trying to find this kind of like moral fable or this kind of clear message from a song yeah um i kind of lean towards that a lot but with this yeah. song it was like no you don't need that just it's about the process, you know? Yeah. And it was actually really liberating to sort of do that for once. Just yeah. To, just to have a really inconclusive kind of a big mess, you know? That, yeah. Um, that doesn't doesn't need to have this refined kind of sharp point at the end of it, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe that's me sort of reacting against today's society where it's like, everything is product based like to a really unhealthy extent so yeah. it was just kind of nice kind of counterpoint to that um there's kind of there's kind of two things that that this the song deals with side by side so you have what you've already alluded to the this kind of yearning so there's this unconscious yearning so the song is like it's a series of um images that popped into my head um around the time my nan was dying um Mm -hmm. and there's kind of there's kind of serious images that are sort of you know like you're saying this kind of 
longing or or yearning like on an unconscious level so it's kind of it's kind of it's sort of mystic or something in that way um just wanting to kind of open yourself up for connections on a different level yeah um and then on the other side there's just these ridiculous like absurd thoughts that come into your head that have like just like where are you going with that thought kind of thing so just this kind of lovely messy soup of like seriousness and you know absurdness side by side and just embracing it you know yeah so that's kind of that's kind of where the where the song uh came from i think they complement each other the two the two um sides it gives you you a break from the like um the deep the deep thoughts i suppose like yeah totally totally yeah it just, it just, I just find it amazing the, the kind of what your, what your mind can throw up, you know. It's absolutely yeah. gas, you know. Yeah. Basically, yeah. when I, when I sat down to write this album, I wrote like four or five uh, songs. Uh, the lyrics, they just all came pouring out of me. It was absolutely nuts. Yeah. I've never ever had that experience before. Yeah. It was just like this unconscious kind of rush, like it was nuts. Um, yeah. And. It's something I'm going to try and kind of strive for in the future, I think. Yeah. Um, but this song was one of those. And when I went back and read it and it was like, oh, you know, the first line, there's a, fr- there's a fried egg in the cupboard for you. And I was just like, ah, here, mate, that's, that, you can't start a song with that. Like, it's too weird. And then it's just like, hold on a minute. Of course you can, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's just an exploration of that. And just how amazing your mind can be how it can be so so nuts and so kind of sort of serious at the same time yeah and it's funny kind of um ascribing that kind of shape to it because as i said you know it it, it mostly came out of me unconsciously but it's, yeah. it's, it's just good crack like going through and just trying to figure out what things mean um and it's it's just full of imagery and full of symbolism yeah. But yeah, that's that's the kind of that's the background to the song, I guess. That was one of the things with the the lyrics I find that there was a lot of imagery in them and it was like the easy thing would be to like match that, I suppose. You know, the image of a fried egg in a cupboard is like so strong. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I can't just do that, you know what I mean? But uh yeah. The steamy really, fried egg. Yeah. That's yeah. really yeah, it's really cool that uh the two sides of it. No, it was amazing how you came up with something so um, something that stood so kind of out on its own. G- given what you're saying, that it was very image based. Yeah. Like, I view the song as this kind of internal sort of weirdness, you know. But then you've expressed it so kind of externally or something. You know what I mean? Like the way it's outside, yeah, yeah. and you have the the sky and the sea and the shells. The shells for me were kind of like, I suppose they embody kind of depth, you know, like the bottom of the sea or whatever, these deep yeah, sea creatures. Yeah. So yeah. You, you have this big, massive kind of scope in, in, yeah, a visual, yeah. in a visual sense. Whereas I felt what I was doing with the lyrics, it was a bit more, like there was still scope there, I suppose, but it just felt a bit more internal and a bit tighter or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, I can't remember when I decided because I hate filming outside. Like I would, I like hate it because it's just you, 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 you never know what's gonna happen with the weather, and it's always cold, and you know it's like 
I've usually I've usually always avoided doing any filming outside. Yeah. Um. So like I just decided I don't know when I decided to just go to the side of a Annaburna mountain that it was filmed on and just be like yes I'm gonna do it there. Where, <laughs> like, where's that now? It's in Ravensdale. It's like really close oh, yeah. to. Yeah, really close to me. But um. Uh. Yeah, it's, it was such a such a wild shout because I would never choose to do anything like that usually, do you know, because it, it just, yeah, the whole outside thing, it's just, you never know what way it's going to go, but we were blessed with like an unbelievable, like it was freezing, I, I can't remember, I think we, it was definitely winter when we shot it, I think, but we were blessed with like an unbelievable day. And I think like it was just before it started being dead stormy. Remember that storm that wasn't even that much of a storm. It was, it was. I think it was around then. It was just before that. Yeah. So it was just like perfect timing, and yeah, um, yeah, just felt right then. But then I had the task of making it not look like Fault Island adverts. <laughs> the sun was fast, and it was so like it was. The shots were so beautiful, and they did look great. And it was like, I, but I still was like, I really want to mess with the color, even though that they do look great. I was just like, I just want it to be like um like really like otherworldly and like bright and shining and yeah so, yeah no you definitely you definitely achieved that i mean that's kind of marries with what i what i was talking about with the song this desire to make this kind of really weird sort of dream space that's really surreal yeah. but it's also normal or something you know yeah you've like normality and absurdity just side by side and they're they're kind of talking to each other you know what I mean yeah yeah I think that's a really interesting space yeah I look at the video like now and I think we're like I think for me it's about like just trying to make contact with the world or something you know it's like the birds and the it's, you know it's just trying to make some kind of contact out of that longing I suppose yeah no I definitely picked up on that too just to, just a sort of a just like a ritualistic kind of um, it's like she's invoking something or trying to communicate with something. Um, but what I what I really loved about it, which which in my mind married with what I was just speaking about there, with the absurdity lining up with sort of um, solemnity, I guess, or seriousness, um, was the fact that the girl in the video she looks really kind of chilled out. You know what I mean? Like she's she's engaging in something yeah. quite serious. Yeah. But she she looks kind of like confident or self-assured or something and she just yeah. she just looks relaxed and it, she's kind of you're not sure if it's working but she doesn't seem yeah, she doesn't yeah. seem bothered she seems kind of just she knows something or you know what i mean she has a wisdom or something yeah i think the the way i said it to her because she was asking me you know like what way do i do things and i'm like just do it like you do this every day like this is you know, this is like a ritual or whatever. You come up here and you do this all the time. Yeah. So I think that added the kind of, uh, you know, relax, relax attitude because like this is just what she does, I suppose. Like from my point of view, I was just really happy to see that because it 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 uh, it sticks to what I was getting at with the with the tune, you know, with the yeah this kind of duality. Yeah. There's another kind of funny little uh, sort of aspect of the song which kind of embodies that nicely is that um that that line sac sacred ringtone was basically when when my nan actually died right the, the, she was in a nursing home 
and there was this 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 guy next door he, he, he was um he was he was staying there as well he was this elderly man but he he was a priest so he felt kind of duty bound to come in and say say a couple of prayers or whatever right so we were like yeah absolutely yeah come on in she would have appreciated that but this guy was like really frail you know right and he, and he was like looking for his prayer book and it took him it took him ages to find it he was and yeah. then uh eventually got into his rhythm and he started saying the prayers and then uh then his phone started ringing uh, we were all just sitting around looking at this like and um I don't think he had good hearing so it took him ages to figure out that the phone was ringing and everyone else was just like like oh my god this is this is gas but it was and then he took it out of his pocket and he just he just threw it on on, on the bed on top of my nan like <laughs> you know what I mean it was just so funny but um that it was just like a glorious kind of moment of just you know uh humor just cutting through the kind of seriousness of things and yeah um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was that was a gas story. So that was that was just an image that was just burning in my head. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not surprised that it came out onto the page. Yeah, absolutely. You it's, know, it's a way of like summing it up, I suppose. Sacred ringtone. The hardest thing ever was to find find birds. I went. I was going on missions, walking around trying to get catch birds to get videos. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The elusive bird. Yeah, I I think initially I was aiming for a crow, like yeah. just crows, but it was too, I it was too hard to just find. Like I remember putting out in my like Instagram story, like um, does anyone know where all the crows are? <laughs> 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 and, and North Loud and surrounding areas. Does anyone know where the crows hang out? That's gas. Um, I got a few answers as well, like fair play to people. Yeah, that's amazing. I think I had the preface. It was like I'm not gone, I'm not gone mad, and I'm not going to harm the crows. You know, just yeah, no, no crows were harmed in the making of yeah. this video. So you went with seagulls in the end. Seagulls and and crows. I got a few crows as well. Okay, amazing. Yeah, I I did I did really love that aspect of the fact that it's the the sky is such a huge part of the video. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, looking up to the sky, that was so lovely. Yeah, I suppose it's like a different, um, a different realm, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, I think I was kind of like going off the basis that it was like you know hard to contact whoever you were longing or whatever. Yeah, and kind of, you know, maybe the they were in the sky and the birds were your, um, you know, messenger to the sky. You know, so she goes like this with the shell of hearts to the birds and the birds to the sky. It's kind of a thing as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. I mean, I have this book in the house here called The Book of Symbols, right? Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's uh, my wife Hill is is an art therapist, so she does lots of sort of psychology books around the place. But this Book of Symbols is unbelievable. So, like, it's like an encyclopedia for what certain things their significance in human culture, human mythology. So I was looking up. Um, I was looking up a couple of things that were in the video just for the crack there the other day. Yeah. Um, and the, the bird was really interesting actually because there was this artwork uh, in Germany in some cave, um, I think it's 
Holle Fells Cave. I'm not sure. I might be making an absolute balls of that uh, pronunciation, but <laughs> it was uh, one of the first artworks from thirty thousand years ago. No way. That's very. That's quite a while away. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But it was like this this bird, you know, and it's just like just talking about the symbolism of it and this concept that um, like a bird can move between two elements. So you've got like land yeah. and air. And as humans, obviously, we can't do that. But the, yeah. maybe we can, you know, we can think abstractly and we can go into our unconscious so that we do have a, a certain kind of affinity there, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but um yeah, you should check out this book. It's absolutely yeah. great. Well, My dad was here visiting us once, and he uh, he got up in the morning to put a, a ticket in the in the car, you know, so he wouldn't get stung. Yeah. For for um, clamped or whatever, and he just he just picked up the book and he just started reading it, and he was reading it for like an hour, and then he forgot what he was doing, oh. and he got he got clamped outside. Oh no. Yeah. So that's that kind of a book. Yeah. I'm just trying to think um, of the kind of differences between the two artworks. I think there's a lot more similarities than differences, but did you perceive any differences? Um, I don't think, I don't know. Maybe just the kind of, um, I suppose it's missing the kind of, uh, you know, like the fried egg in the cupboard, that kind of imagery, like the sort of, normal not that you know you you put a fried egg in the cupboard often but like just like <laughs> the egg imagery and things like that that's kind of like normal in your day-to-day life i suppose it's i suppose it's missing a bit of um it's a bit of that it's more on the kind of dreamier side of of it i suppose yeah okay yeah no i get you no i i kind of i kind of picked up on that as well just to, to i suppose the main symbol is the 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 seashells you know whereas in the song yeah. it's kind of like eggshells but yeah i don't know if that's a difference yeah, it's more yeah. of a sim- it's more of a similarity really that they're both yeah. shells yeah yeah know? so thing i i as well just to go back to this if you said something about the sky a minute ago i forgot to mention that was like absolutely no way in the video is there going to be a bird on the ground it was just like they're always in the sky they're always like in flight it was that kind of like leaving that this was it was so hard to find birds in town because you know there's so much like you know stuff around to like get in the way you know what i mean and like a lot of the birds would be uh, on the ground and stuff but um yeah that was just another thing about the sky and the birds i forgot to mention no that that that's lovely and poetic I, it's sort of when they're in that position of of flight is something that we obviously we can't do so like the way yeah. i viewed it was the the girl was in the middle on the land the birds were on top and the seashells were kind of representing yeah, the, yeah. The, the depths or something you know yeah yeah um, cool. i guess that was a difference i think for me just that that level of sort of scope or the kind of range that you had in in the in the visualization compared to the the song for me just feels very kind of internal yeah um, but there's depth there as well, obviously. But the first images I got were like in a house, but I think it was just—I think it was just that, like the first line that stuck out to me was the egg line. And yeah. I was like thinking the egg line. <laughs> the egg line. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, because it's the first line, so it's like interesting. And then 
you know, but then I kind of, you know, I just, I think it, it took me like a couple of weeks to come up with the idea, but only like maybe one like week to kind of get it all done. Once I had the idea, I just like, right, let's do it now, you know. Amazing. Yeah. That's class. Another thing I just thought might be interesting to talk about was the fact that um, you're, you're a lyricist yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, within this series, like the conversation between me and you, it might be interesting to talk about some of those things because it's, a, it's sort of a yeah. unique, a unique viewpoint that, uh, or a unique aspect, I suppose, that we both share. Um, yeah. But um, like, do, do you ever go, uh, go into those sort of unconscious spaces or attempt to when you're writing? I feel like um, I feel like sometimes they just like come to me without me trying you know the ideas and then I'm like lyrical ideas because like if I sit down and try sometimes I could be there for ages and not get anything and then sometimes they'll just come to me yeah yeah and I think because I like I'd write mostly based off things I feel so far anyway that's all I've done yeah but a lot of the time I have to wait to like feel something to be able to like write you know yeah feel something new or feel something or think about something that i feel in a different way yeah yeah that's the thing you can't force it like can't you not you have to just no it like it kind of comes out of you but i suppose you need to be in a a rhythm where your your kind of your mind is sort of accustomed to for it for it to come out for it to be released or something you know what i mean like it doesn't it doesn't just appear either like yeah I find that once I get one line, I'm sorted. Like it's really, just, yeah. Class. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just getting that one line, I suppose. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I think the the fact that I I've written myself about loss and longing recently really helped me kind of connect to the lyrics in the song, and okay. I had sort of um probably had an advantage with that you know interpreting things that you've that you've written about and like I'm you know I think about them in my own head and like oh you know I kind of feel them as well I suppose yeah amazing probably got an advantage <laughs> well like the job you did was unbelievable you know like it was it even just getting shivers here talking about it like it's nuts how how you know I can make one artwork and you can make something based off it and the the amount of correlation between the two is it's incredible you know it really yeah. is you know do you think if you were to make a video for yourself with the director or whatever or yourself do you think you'd come out with something similar or do you think that I don't know because I did think about you that you know what you were saying that um you know the song is highly visual and it, it's essentially yeah. just a series of of uh, images yeah and you know you don't it's it's not that much crack just to go and represent them you know what i mean yeah uh, yeah like because they're already represented in the lyrics i suppose you're already like kind of yeah thinking. exactly so i would have probably you know i would have done something similar to you i think whereas try try and extend them and try and create like a tangent off the stuff I was hitting off and yeah. create this kind of interplay between the two things because it's, it's way more yeah. interesting that way than just 
just representing something. Yeah. It's almost like the two lyrics I chose to kind of base it off were probably like the least image based, maybe, or one of the, some of the least, like the Are You Leaving Me is like kind of the, you know, there's, there's no like image that springs to mind straight away with that. And yeah, it sounds like idiomatic or something, like you can imagine someone saying it. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. More so than a place. Wow, man, we could go all day with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. I love this just go diving deep it's so much crack yeah um, it is lovely. Um, I've never talked this much about something I've uh, made before I don't think really <laughs> yeah yeah I think I think uh, as I was saying earlier it's I think there's a lot to be gained from it you know I think um, maybe there's a tendency that you know, oh, you shouldn't talk about your work, or you should just leave yeah. it. And I, as I was saying, like I definitely get that point of view, but I think there's a lot to be gained from speaking about it. You know, absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. creativity is what makes us human. It's one of our the most defining aspects of being a human. So, like demystifying that process, just be, like just because I wrote those words because of personal experiences, doesn't mean that they're resign to those personal experiences you know what i mean yeah. there's still massive elements of mystery that you can interpret from them you know and likewise yeah. with, with your video like that's yeah, yeah that's the beauty and i don't think talking about it does a disservice i think if anything it, it kind of open to conversation and um i mean that would be my aim anyway that you know people would come to this with their own ideas uh, yeah it's like a different kind of um thing as well like you know people can interpret art and you know that isn't spoken about in their own way but then with this if you do talk about it they can sort of you know they can sort of see different ways that you could um you know talk about something in art as well you know yeah yeah no it's great no i think um i think we'll leave it there mate i think uh yeah. we've we've uh we've dived pretty deep there now haven't we yeah um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was amazing. Thanks for having me, Not at all. It's just amazing just seeing the the whole thing roll on to this next phase, and just to finally yeah. ha have you on and and talk about it is so cool. So so cool. Yeah. Such a such a privilege, you know. I can empty my brain now and start with new things. <laughs> yeah, really. Were you car carrying it around? Were you? No, I don't think I was, but yeah. 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 No, it's nice just to to just throw it all out like onto this and yeah. that's it kinda uh it's it's like it's on the page now, you know, except it's yeah. uh, in a in a podcast. It's just slightly different, but um Yeah, it's good because I think sometimes I struggle trying to gather my thoughts or reasons why I've made you know, or reasons why I've made something the way I have or something, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Cool to be able to kind of talk about it and even realize why I've done things. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that takes ages, doesn't it? Like you, you ascribe meaning to things after the fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, you, as as I was saying, you don't. Oh, well, I suppose you can sit down consciously and come up with something, but often it doesn't come that way. And then you, yeah. you ascribe meaning afterwards, like you know. Yeah, exactly. But, um, 
the, like the more you look at this, the more you're going to get out of it, kind of thing. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Um, it just it's never ending. Um, yeah. But thank you, thank you so much for for what you made. It's it's such a such a privilege to you know be be on the receiving end of it as as an artist and just just to observe it and to observe the process and to to talk to you about the process now. Like that's just incredible yeah. and. Um, yeah, people should just go and watch it, shouldn't they? Yeah, watch the video. <laughs> yeah, watch the video, guys. All right. <laughs> All nice, right, Gavin. Nice one, Katie. Good chatting. Yeah, thank you so much for that and being so generous with your time and your thoughts. It's oh, no. It was amazing. All right, Gav. Yeah, nice Thanks one. Thanks for having me.